Hello there. My name is Michael Govier. This is the very first episode Leanne and I ever recorded, and it's from January 2020, when everybody could still go to work, still go outside, they could still grab their mail and get carry out and not worry about who had touched it last. We are sharing our first two episodes. This is the first one, and it's just a trial run, but we thought it was interesting, and we're publishing it. So just to let you know that the name of the podcast is The First Day of the Rest of Our Lives. First Day Pod at ProtonMail.com, and First Day Pod on Instagram and Twitter is where you can find us. We're looking to... Share our stories, share life with you, whoever you may be. If you're hearing this right now, I'm talking to you. This is pretty wide open, and we really have no idea what it will be. But we have lots of downtime, and this is our chance to explore new ideas. So we're taking advantage of that right now. Leanne is comfortably sitting in Windsor at this moment, relaxing with her family, hopefully. And I am here alone in a dining room in Brighton, Michigan. So yeah, that's it. This is our first trial run, so enjoy the episode. Take it for what it is. There's no frills, no music or anything. Just our first attempt together as two people trying a podcast. Remember, it's First Day Pod on Twitter, First Day Pod on Instagram, First Day Pod at ProtonMail.com. Send us a message! Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. It's a Sunday evening and it's dark outside. My name's Michael Govier, and across from me is Leanne. Hello. Hi. Hi. How's it going? It's going well. What do you see out there tonight? Black. <laughs> it's all black out on the out on the water. There's nothing. That's true. We yep. have lovely windows here. Mm-hmm. What kind of windows are these? Bay windows. It's a beautiful view of the river in the backyard. I don't know what river it's called. It's part of the Huron chain of lakes. It's like a connector to those. Hmm. Um, This is our first episode. (laughs) I'm so excited. Isn't it interesting? It is. What's this thing about? Yeah, what is it about, Mike? I don't know. (laughs) We're just here talking. All right, we'll figure it out. I got this job offer, and I'm nervous, because what if it's not the right offer for me? How do you know? Who do you confide in do you say hey you know what uh i'm interested but i've got other options what if they disclude you from the process because they emailed me and they said hey you got a job opportunity we liked your first interview and now they're saying come in for a final interview which to me signals that they're going to close the deal with me what do you think yeah i think you're really close but i don't think that you need to give them an answer right away you can tell them that you've got other options and you need to wait those out and then get back to them even on Friday or give them a few days and give you a few days. Well, that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking, but I don't want to make a mistake. I'm very afraid to make mistakes. Mm. I have to be right and perfect all the time. Oh, that's so sad. Did you know that, Leanne? <laughs> you should know that about me. Is that true? Of course. Is that the way you want to be? No. Okay. So we'll just work but on I, it? I like being right. Yeah. Why? Because then if you're never wrong, you're perfect. Ew. Are you looking for perfectionism? (laughs) I'm not looking for it, but it's ingrained in me. It's a part of me now. Is it? I think so. Are you perfect? No, I'm not. I'm not at all. Oh, okay. 
I'm a total loser. Oh my gosh, I hate that saying. Why? Because. Because why? Because it means nothing. Sounds like it meant something. You had a strong reaction to it. Yeah, because you always say it and it's not true. So it's like you're lying to me every time that you say it. Why do you think I say that? I don't know. You have no idea. Mm -mm. I think that is something that came up and you guys started doing it when you guys were kids. And now you just keep doing it. It doesn't even mean anything. Hmm. It's not conducive to being a successful person. No, it's not. Is it healthy? No, it's not. not. Wait, 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 wait. Why is it not healthy? It's not healthy. Why not? Because lying is never healthy. Don't you have a sense of humor? When yeah. you take everything serious 24-7? No, you know I don't. I have a great sense of humor. Mm, you do. It's true. I do. Okay. It's very true. Well, where do you draw the line then? I don't know. I think you need to be nice to yourself. Are you nice to yourself? That's not fair. We're talking about you. Uh, uh, <laughs> true is it yeah we're talking about you no but we can include you're here too so yeah but you're like the main character so let's no, just what? talk about you that was never decided <laughs> that's a lie you can't do that we're deciding it as we go uh. <laughs> i love you what were we saying um don't call yourself a loser why not because you have to be honest be impeccable with your word are you I try to be. Good. Mm-hmm. Is that all you can do is try? Because you're fallible and you're human and you will make mistakes. Always. So don't be so hard on yourself. I'm not hard on myself. No, it's just an announcement. <laughs> but you are hard on yourself. You're lying. So. Oh. Sorry. Not I'm hard on myself too. So I think it seems like more people are hard on themselves than are not. Oh, absolutely. At least the people I've known in my life. Absolutely. I'm not sure why that is. I think it's just human nature. I think it's the American way. Yeah, you know, it might be. However, we should disclose that you are Canadian. I am Canadian. And I'm an American. Mm-hmm. So. And I'm a woman. And I'm a man. <laughs> yeah. Yet we both share these traits in common. Isn't that funny? Being too demanding, too rigid, no room for mistakes and errors and lessons learned. That sounds terrible. It does. No way to live. No. So maybe it's a North American thing. I don't know. There's huh. a lot of cultures that are really hard on themselves. That's true. Mm-hmm. Might just be a human thing. I just don't know what you get out of being your own worst enemy. Nothing. Nothing. You don't get anything out of it. Because usually people, if they are their worst enemy, it's not like they're, it's making them to be a better person. That fight or flight ends up happening. So they're not happy. Even if they're succeeding, they're not happy. Right? I don't know. Personal preference, I suppose. Mm. But if you're asking, I can't speak for humanity. That's not fair. You can. Go ahead. No. <laughs> you can. That's okay. That's your job. Yeah. You're humanity's mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. And I'm its conscience. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But back to the job. I feel like it's going to work out. Yeah, I think so. They were offering a decent salary, and Good. I was excited about that. Yeah. I've been patiently trying to find the right job for me. Yeah. Some people who know me would be like, wow, this guy's a real doofus loser. They would say that in private, and that's fine because uh, teaching didn't work out for me. I used to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, I was taught high school social studies for almost five years. Mm-hmm. And it was a fun job, but the pay is horrible. Mm-hmm. 
And then unfortunately, uh, many other things happened to me, and I no longer have been able to find or maybe desire teaching. I'm working on my master's now mm-hmm. in clinical mental health counseling. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. So maybe that's why I answer these questions. I am curious. More and more studying leads me to questions, Mm -hmm. um, curiosities about the mind, our habits, and our behaviors, all those things. Yeah, it's exciting. Do you feel like those are questions you ask yourself a lot? or? I don't think I ask myself as many questions as you do. Um, well, that's okay. Yeah, but I like it because I love the questions that you ask. It makes me think more instead of just being surface level. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. And I like your point of view. You're very different than I am, which I always thought that we we get along more with people that are like us, but I don't think that's true. I think we need to be around people that can open up the way that we think about things. Because? Because otherwise you don't grow. If we just hung around the same people that are exactly like us, that think like us, that do what we do, then we wouldn't grow. And I think life and purpose is all about growing. Why do we have to grow? It sounds lame. No, it does. No, it doesn't. If I'm six feet three, six feet three, six foot three, <laughs> six foot three. If I am six foot and three inches, yeah. that sounds great. I don't want to grow. I'm good. Oh, I see what you did there. What'd I do? Yeah, okay. So not physically. Oh. Because also I don't want to grow my weight either. So yeah, so I guess it's two different things. But mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, I think we should always be growing. Yeah, but you can't measure it. Your heart doesn't get bigger. Your brain, your organs don't expand. No, but you feel differently. How do you know that? Because you, you feel differently. How would you know how you felt today from 10 years ago? Good question. There's no measuring stick, is there? Well, I guess, I, oh gosh, that's a really good question. Um, I guess you don't have to measure yourself from now compared to 10 years ago. If we just keep measuring ourselves from like how we feel now compared to how we felt yesterday or a week ago, and that keeps going in an upward trajectory, then I think that's the, the main thing. Right? Make it that simple. Well, it's not up to me. Hmm. I'm asking you how you judge growth. You're saying you should grow. You're the one mm-hmm. advocating the growth here. Mm-hmm. Not me. I think you can look back at it and see overall where you are and how you feel and how you think about things. But you're hmm. so you're so cute. What are you doing? <laughs> We're doing a show. Uh, sorry, guys. <laughs> that was not professional. Okay, so this anyway, continue. This doesn't have to be professional. Well, continue. There's no company. There's no organization that we have to adhere to any rules to. Okay. We can just tell them all to go to hell do, do, do. if we want to. We don't want to. But we don't want to. You know, the two of us believe or we have a passion for the pursuit of improvement. Yes. The state of being we are in is never good enough. Hmm. That's an interesting way to say it. Why? Um, Because it is good enough. Oh. But we always want more. Hmm. I think that's a better way of saying it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big problem in society right now, that none of us feel good enough. I think we need to start 
embracing that, that we are good enough, but it's okay to be good enough, but also want more. Well, why do people always question themselves, but they never question the surroundings or the system they're in? Because mm, it's easier. I think people that are really looking for self-improvement, they do. I guess I'm curious. I read this book last year. It's called The, okay. the Job. Oh. Excellent book. Okay. I can't remember the author. Okay. But I checked it out for my local library when I lived in Maryland. Nice. Well, we have show notes. Show notes? Yeah. You know, like the when you listen to a podcast and then they say there's show notes at the end and then we'll put the author there. I've never listened to a podcast with show notes. Oh. All right. Well, people, there might not be show notes. Go ahead, Mike. That's okay. <laughs> No show notes. Oh. We can add, you can do the show notes. All right, I'll figure it out. Okay. Okay. But uh, the that, job. so the book, the job, yeah. Um, I found by reading this book that uh -huh. people never questioned the system of finding a job. They always thought it was their fault. They were doing something wrong. Their resume wasn't good enough. But studies show that people never question the system they always question themselves and the, everything about them when reality it's the system mm -hmm. that is at fault here mm -hmm. and apparently in israel they do things differently when it comes to hiring really? and they found that people started to question the system more and then changes were made and then people were able to get more work now i don't have all the specifics in front of me so i sound mm -hmm. sounds vague and it's like this guy's just making stuff up mm -hmm. No, that's no. fair. That's fair. But I'm not. I don't make things up. No, you don't. Unless, um, when would I make something up? I don't know. But I would make something up somewhere. Okay. If somebody really pressured me and I didn't want to tell them, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. I didn't go to Taco Bell. Okay, let's get back on it. What? Taco Bell? No. We're not about going to Taco how they're Bell? doing it in Israel. So anyways, the point <laughs> is that people don't question their surroundings. They question themselves. Oh, they point the blame inward first when maybe you should be looking at your environment. Absolutely. Good so point, Mike. It's just something to consider mm -hmm. in this endless effort to attain mastery of our own existence. We watched the stuff on Netflix over the weekend here. The, mm -hmm. the body-mind thing, the goop lab, which is a bunch of trash. But hey, you know. come on. Well, you're not an advocate for it. I know, but I really liked Wim Hof. Is that how you oh, say Oh, Wim Hof's fun. Yeah, yeah that was really cool. It was an exception. We that w The only goop lab one we watched was the Wim Hof episode. on. This is on Netflix, the goop lab. Yeah. Goop is Gwyneth Paltrow's thing. For those of you that don't know, yeah. she created in 2008. It's an online thing that provides a bunch of trash. Which I didn't know about until last week in book club. <laughs> That's good. That's why I like you. Yeah. yeah. But it was interesting. I never would have saw that thing about Wim Hof either. That's true. Mm -hmm. The Wim Hof thing was fun. Yeah. But the other thing we watched was sponsored in part by Vox, the website. Hmm. And it was about the mind. And it was focused on dreams, mm -hmm. memories. Mm -hmm. Each episode has a particular theme, slant. Mm -hmm. And it's narrated by Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. Very popular lady. Yeah, I like her. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because transcendental meditation, meditation itself, is very popular. And the focus of it is to find mindfulness. Mm -hmm. That was one of the episodes. Mindfulness. How do you find it? How do you get it? Mm -hmm. and there are no guarantees with it. But 
there's millions of people. It, it, the self-help industry itself is full of books. People, Tony Robbins, pay, uh, people pay outrageous sums for that stuff to go see him live and get the answers because everyone's had pain and trauma and it's t- it, it's a it could be a rough road in this world mm-hmm. in the society we've created mm-hmm. with minimal care mm-hmm. so my point being is that we're looking always inward to fix ourselves but we don't question the system and i think all of those things i'm mentioning go into the fact they do mm-hmm. i think you need to be careful though when you say like with any of this it's not black or white so i think we have to be careful with saying that we need to question the system because then it's a slippery slope right but then we stop questioning ourselves and now we just put blame on the system or on what's happening around us and then that that could really deter us from growing too why how because if you're sitting here and i say oh i didn't get the job because the system isn't right or because the company sucks or whatever and you don't look at the fact that you, you know, went to the interview in ripped jeans and dirty running shoes. Then yeah, just because you question the system doesn't mean you'd be wearing that outfit. Well, that's, that's what I'm ridiculous. Saying. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that we can't. It's not black or white. We can't like not look inward and just look out at the situation. We need to have like a nice medium or like a balance between the two. A system is a network of many different factors coming together. So it's not one corporation or so you're including yourself in that it could be yeah are you when you were giving the example were you including yourself in this system no i wasn't okay i was including everybody collectively okay collective good the collective conscious coming together okay can create change that's better for everybody okay by recognizing a system which has corporations companies people providing jobs Mm -hmm. uh, how those jobs are become available mm-hmm. what the qualifications are for those jobs come from colleges degrees and that's a whole nother system and mm-hmm. so people go to these degrees and they think they'll get a good job and then it the flooded markets exist because you don't have a barometer hey this is how many jobs are available this is how many of these people we can take from one area mm-hmm. you don't know any of this stuff so all of these stuff all of these things come together and they start creating a system that mm-hmm. is flawed hmm. And you think it's you, but it's the system that is flawed. Now, of course, there's personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. Of course there is. But okay. these are all case-by-case basis. I'm speaking broadly here. Right. You are responsible for your actions. Yes. But why you execute those actions, you're not necessarily responsible for those. Mm. Because of things that happen to you. Traumatic experiences, pain, environmental factors. Mm-hmm. If you grow up and you don't have any opportunity, you have no money. If you grow up in a mobile home park or in an urban dwelling that is just historically oppressed. But you know that we always hear stories about people that it doesn't matter. They defy their environment. Not everybody. Those are just not certain everybody. stories. No, not those everybody. are the minority. Not, uh, yeah, but not everybody. It's the minority. Yeah, but there's still something that you can look to to achieve. Because the way that you're saying that's it how right they now, <laughs> that's how they get to you, though. That's how you get. They get you what? That's how they fool you. Because if one one person makes it, you know, it's like, oh, hey, I can do it. Well, I'm not talking like MBA or like. I'm not being talking about sports actor. either. I'm talking about just being successful and coming from nothing, quote unquote. I think there's a lot of people. 
yeah, and there's millions more who didn't because the factors there already set up their failure. Okay, so my question, I guess, is what the definition of actual success is. Well, it's personal, isn't it? Mm-hmm. There's a universal. There are universal points. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm a millionaire. That's successful. Right, but is it? So I feel like maybe looking at figuring out what the definition of successful is, it's different from different environments too, right? You tell me. Yeah, I think it's different in different environments, in different whatever, uh, socioeconomic situations and, and different areas. So I feel like, I don't know, it's too difficult to say anything as broad as you're saying because like the people that are going to be listening to us um and thank you for listening the people that are going to be listening to us are going to be broad and from diverse backgrounds and from everything and i think as humans i think we just always need to that's where we started is always looking for that pursuit of growth and i think that can happen whether you know you're a high school kid that doesn't know what they want in their life as long as they're still growing um, or, you know, a 70 year old successful entrepreneur that is afraid that he's losing his business and like how he has to grow through that. So I think, I don't know. I, I think if we're going to start, if that's what this podcast is going to be all about, um, nobody said that. No, I know but I'm just saying if it's going to be, <laughs> I thought it was maybe going to be a little lighter, but I love this. I just don't think that it can be as black and white. What yeah. do you mean a little lighter? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I thought it was going to be. You want it to be fluffier? No, I do not. For some reason, I thought it might because of all the takes in the beginning for you to get all your sound recording stuff right. Well, that was for audio level check. I know. I didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> no of course idea. not. We don't know what we're doing. No. We're just like everybody else. Yeah. We're we are. floating around. Yeah, trying to figure it out. We are very typical of North American people. Yes. Canadians, Americans. Yeah. Women, <laughs> men. Mm -hmm. But we're, we're both 39. We have that Yes. in common, me and you. We do. Mm -hmm. We are the same age. Mm -hmm. and <laughs> so we've been through the same generational experience. Mm -hmm. So that's helpful. Yeah, but experienced it differently. So, hey, switch it up then. You want to make this fluffier? Let's do it. No, I do Come not. On. Give me no. some clouds. I Give don't want, no. Give me a pink cloud I can sit on. <sighs> Rainbows and butterflies. Eee! Yeah. No, I really we'll just like do this. A, we could do a podcast about the Smurfs. Mm -mm. Smurfs are fun and happy. Oh, gosh, no. No, they're not, actually. You know no, why? I know. Here it goes. Because there's Gargamel, and he's mm. coming to get them. Mm. See? Even mm -hmm. in Smurfland, it's never perfect. Wasn't there some... What was the thing about Smurfs? There's always something looming. Yeah. You can't avoid it. What do you mean, what was it about? The I don't know. There was something, some thing that everybody talked about once it was done. I can't remember. There was there was some. Oh gosh, I don't know. Somebody's gonna be typing in as soon as they like listen to this. Huh. Maybe you aren't who you think you are. <gasps> yeah, who am I? I don't know. Who are you? I don't know. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to do a lot of thinking tonight, a lot of journaling, and figure this out. <laughs> yeah, see, we're different <laughs> like that. You yeah. like to write it down and journal it. Mm -hmm. Me, I just keep it all in my mind and think about it. Yeah. How does that work out for you? 
Um, it's all in there. Mm-hmm. But I don't process it and come up with better results, it seems like. Hmm. Unless I actively create a strategy to do so. Right. Which is everything. Yes. You know, I say that all the time. We're different. We, me and you are different. We are. The way we process things, the way we see ourselves, hmm. all of these things. Mm-hmm. You know, you're optimistic about life. I think I've over time been beaten down and jaded about life. But I'm, you know, I'm hopeful at times too. You are. I can be. I wouldn't be with you if you weren't. What'd you just say? I wouldn't be friends with you if <laughs> if you weren't. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be friends with you either. Yeah. I think we should just say we're together because <laughs> I, I think it'd be cool. It's to clear. It's just kind of clear to me now that like, if we show who we are. Yeah. We just this is who we are. Yeah. And then we tell people about our story maybe next time. Yeah. And then we get people to ask us questions about how did you do it? And yeah. then we're not special. We're not better no. than anyone. No. At all. Uh, no. We're trying to show that we're just regular folk yeah. trying to get through this life together. It's pretty simple. And that people will relate to that. Hopefully they'll connect with us and understand what it's like to struggle financially or to expand your professional opportunities, mm-hmm. your personal inner growth. Are, am I good enough person in this world am i doing enough where i feel like i'm helping people Mm -hmm. should i help others to help myself is that selfish all these things anything you could think of we've thought of it probably because we cover a lot together we do just who we are i don't know why which is really good i'm proud of us yeah i like that i think that's pretty simple i like the fact that i'm going to learn more about you and me and us if we do it that way you, me, and us. Yeah. That's a good title. All right. I is that like the, that. Is that the title? It I like it. Be. Okay, let's do it. It's interesting. Is that, how it, is that how it comes up? Anything. We can do anything we want. Then let's do it. All right. Well, it's on tape. So All right. Videotape. It's on videotape? No, there's no videotape. Oh, man. That's you what we were supposed to do. Also, Leanne's really gullible. <laughs> I am. Oh, man. You're so gullible. I really am. I'm trying to be better, but I No, it's fine. Yeah. What was the most... What was the thing that got you that was just blatant? You couldn't believe it. Oh gosh. Later on. It has gotta be something. It happens all the time. I don't know. I can't even pick up a one example. I don't know. Oh there was a I remember when I was a kid not a kid. I wasn't even a kid. That's a thing. Like I wish I could tell the story like I was a kid, but I think (laughs) I was in my twenties. And um I was riding a bike and I hit a nail and I popped my tire and I brought it downstairs. <laughs> I was bringing it downstairs, and my dad was like, I'll carry it downstairs. And I was like, no, it's okay. I guess this isn't gullible. This is just how like slow I am sometimes. I was like, no, it's okay. All the air's out of it. I can handle it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not a gullible story. I don't know why I brought it up. But I thought it was gullible. Really, it's just I'm slow and adorable. <laughs> that's why you love me. Oh. <laughs> You are. Yeah. Gullible? I don't know. I get You just want to believe so much, honey. You really do. I do. I always want to think that just everything is good and can be better. Because I think everything is good and can be better. It's all perspective, right? Life is... No. It's not all perspective. A lot of it is. It can help, but it's not all. It can't be everything. But it's a lot of it. It can help. It's like 80, 90% of your life is based on how you frame it. 
You got to put in the work, honey. You do have to put in the work. You yeah. got to try. Absolutely. You have to focus, put in the time. I agree. You can't just will it into existence. No, I agree. But I think it helps. I think framing things positively helps. How has it helped you? It has helped me. How? Um, I'm in a pretty good place right now. And I love the man that I'm with. And yeah, I have like a really I have a really good life right now from my perspective. But then there's other people that if I like just threw it all on paper, yeah. then they could really like pick it apart and be like, oh, really? You're mm-hmm. almost 40. And I don't know. They could pick it apart. And their perspective could be that I'm not successful or not doing well, but I feel like I am. I feel like I feel like I'm in a good place, but I can always be in a better place. I think that's a good way to look at life. What well, are you thinking? Huh? What are you thinking over there? Perspective is lovely. Mm-hmm. I suppose I haven't done it enough. I haven't put a lot of effort into perspective. I think you have. Maybe more, a little more recently, but most of my life, I've said things like, all right, I'm going to do this. I just don't believe I can willy-nilly change my perspective. I have to create a method. There has to be a, you know, a tactical application mm-hmm. that creates an altered perspective. It's not just going to poof happen. Mm-hmm. It won't. All right. I'm just buying more into behavioral tactics. That's all. If I'm going to create new behaviors, mm-hmm. I have to set what they're going to be. Right. And then I have to set how I'm going to go about creating them. Those. Okay. Great. Okay. So along the way, I feel like you need to you need to have an underlining vision that it's all going to work out. Yeah, I mean, how many times of how many times of any of you, I know myself, I'm said, "All right, Today, I'm going to eat this food, and then tomorrow, <laughs> I'm going to start fresh. Tomorrow, it begins, because yeah. that's my mindset. Yeah. That's my perspective. Yep. And it's a total failure. It's happened like 1,800 times in my life. That's it? Maybe more. It could be 2,000, <laughs> 2,500, 3,000. <000. Yeah. laughs> it's the same thing over and over again, because I never had a strategy. The one time I got into good shape in my life, I focused on a plan and a strategy, and then I repetitively did it over and over again, and it got better and better and better. But the problem was I never got rid of a cheat day. That cheat day was always on Sundays, and then all the old habits would come flooding back on that one day. Mm-hmm. And eventually, times change, environment changes, new obstacles or new opportunities come your way. They came my way. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon I was back to my old ways. It took a couple of years, but I came back to those, and then they were every day. Cheat day was every day. And the party was over. So that's why you feel you can't have cheat day now. Yeah. Hmm. I've told you that. I know. It's interesting, though. Because I've been through it. I've watched it happen. Yeah, but after a couple of years. So cheat day works. No cheat day. You can just have a, everything in moderation. Hmm. I'm not good with moderation. Well, then. I know that I need to be, but I just have never been good at it. Yeah, I know. You love cocoa powder. 
<laughs> I don't love it. It's just there's so much of it here. Yeah, there's a lot of cocoa powder here at the house. There is. Mm. But there's nothing to do with it. There's no eggs. There's no I know. milk. Sorry. That toasted coconut milk is really good. Mmm. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm sure I could make something tonight with both of those. You think so? Yeah. Well. Okay, we're derailing. <laughs> what? We are? <laughs> we're derailing. Oh, no. Oh. But you know what I'm talking about? No. Yes, you do. <laughs> I know I do. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my question would be, when you were in the best shape of your life or getting there. Yeah. What perspective did you have at that point that you were a loser and you were never going to lose the weight and you were never going to get fit? Is that what you told yourself every time you went into the gym? Mm, no. Hmm. I just said I got to work out. That's all. I got to work out today. So you didn't have any kind of. And I got to eat only this. So you didn't have any kind of vision of what you wanted to be. You were just doing it. I don't think so. I just did the habits over and over again where the habits became part of the routine. Hmm. And then over months and months and months, results started showing. And then I was like, oh, I like this. Hmm. I'm cool. Look at me. I look good. Yeah. I started to enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. But the perspective didn't. Nec- the perspective changed because I liked what I saw. Mm-hmm. Not because I set the tone from the beginning. Really? It was just repetitive, repetitive habits, conditioning. That's what it was. Why did you make the change? Because I felt unhealthy and I was sick of it. And also my mom pushed me too back then. Yeah. She gave me a, she paid for like a two month membership to this gym Yeah. that I went to and I was like, okay, I'll go. Nice. And I liked it and I got into it. Great. It fit for Thanks, me. Thanks, Michelle. Yes. It <laughs> fit for me. It was very nice. Great. And then it went, I went down the road from there. So I stopped going to that gym. I did my own workouts eventually and gyms even when i moved to colorado the following year almost a year later i was working out there and eating healthy and sat down sundays of course so Mm -hmm. i don't know that it's the sundays i don't know that it's a cheat day that derailed you though i just told you it was no why do you refuse to believe that because i don't think it is why tell me why because i i it worked for you for three years and it works for people I mean, if it only works for other people, then I would say, okay, yeah, maybe that it won't work for you, but it worked for you for three years. Yeah. So I don't think it's the cheat day that derails you. I think it's it's something else, and it might be mindset or it might be perspective, or maybe you were mailing it in because you were looking so good, and then it was like, oh, now my cheat day can expand to a cheat weekend, and then the weekend's going to start on Thursday night. Maybe that's how it happened. But I don't think it was just like, cheat day and then three years later it's like okay now it's gonna i'm just not gonna do anything and it's because of the cheat day i think it's more well, the cheat day is part of it mm-hmm. it is okay it expanded from there hmm. I, like i said it was one day then it was two days three days it, it slowly it didn't happen overnight mm-hmm. i don't make that claim mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know all i know is that I didn't create permanent change. I'm sure anyone who hears this, you can understand that. The failure to create consistent permanent change. Absolutely. Why did it happen? I'm sure if we all broke it down, our individual situations, we would know the truth. Mm -hmm. I'm just being honest. I know the truth. Mm -hmm. Maybe you didn't have a consistent why. Maybe you didn't have a real burning reason why you wanted to lose the weight or get fit or whatever. Well, the truth is that 
it fades away. After a while, looking at yourself and your muscles and like, ooh, yeah, yeah look at that. <laughs> you know, and you touch yourself, not down there, but like all <laughs> over because you love it all. You look so good. Mm-hmm. But eventually that wears away and you're just like, oh, yep, there I am. So maybe it wasn't a good enough reason. Certainly wasn't, no. Yeah. Because I didn't like myself or I didn't care about myself. Aww. I never have most of my life. Hmm. That's just the truth. I know. So that's these are the results you get when you feel and act that way. Yeah. So maybe that's the lesson. We all need to learn to love ourselves a little bit more. Absolutely. But you can't just do it on your own. You need support. Mm-hmm. That's something I know for sure. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Oh, good. We agree. Finally. Yay. <laughs> All right. We can end the show then. All right. Cool. That's good. Thanks for listening. Oh, you're doing your quick <laughs> hangout now. No, I, yeah, I'm just piecing out. You can do whatever you need to do now. <laughs> what? You can't, no, you can't do that. Why? I don't know how this works. You don't? They're going to understand. I know nothing about technology. That's not true. That's pretty true. You know how to use your phone. You not can take a picture. Yeah. But I usually miss the opportunity. By the time I get to the camera on my phone, <laughs> the opportunity of whatever picture I wanted is gone. Hmm. So I'm not that great. Okay, well, we'll work on that. All right. Okay. That sounds good. I was just saying you're doing your quick goodbye like we do when we're on the phone. I'll be like, okay, I got to go. And you're like, okay, bye. Okay, bye. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. But we say proper goodbyes on this show. Oh, gosh. Okay, how does that look? Thank you for listening. We've enjoyed talking, and hopefully you've enjoyed hearing some of the things that we've rambled on about. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'd like Bye. To, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. I'd like to thank Leanne. Good job, Leanne. Thank you, Mike. I thank appreciate you, listeners. you. Well done. Thank you. Thank this was you. fun. Oh, you enjoyed this? It actually was. It was not. Yeah, it was good. Was this your very first podcast? I was on a podcast uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, but we talked about a book that I love, so it was super easy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe next time we'll prep more things and actually like pick points to talk about. That sounds good. We truly have just sat down and talked for this. And we have no agenda. There's nothing in front of us. And why did we just do that? I don't know. We did it because we've been talking. So we've been talking for at least two months, uh, probably close to four months about... We're going to do a podcast. We're going to do a podcast. <laughs> we're going to do a podcast. Then yeah. we never do it. So you were finally like, okay, sit down. Let's do it. We had no idea what we were doing. So bravo to you. Bravo to us. Yay. You, me, us. We should all give ourselves a pat on the back. Yeah. It feels good. Yay. Okay, thanks for listening. We're out of here. Leanne says uh, she'll miss you guys. I'll miss you too. And uh, hopefully you'll see us next time. <laughs>